Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network Leads customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now, on to our show with your host, Peter Mingle. Hello, everyone. Peter Mingles here. We do this every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time if you're listening in live. You can always catch it on buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash live. So if you're here and you're listening in, I my name is Peter Mingles. If you want the spelling correctly, it's M-I-N-G-I-L-S. So for all those people that might be transcribing or taking notes, spell it right. It's M-I-N-G-I-L-S. And uh, you'll be able to learn a lot about some of the things that we do on Building Fortunes Radio when you plug in and you listen to Chris's radio show as well. But I needed to do something kind of quick. And I said, Chris, we're going to hijack your radio show because I wanted to do this as a completion or another continuation would be a better term of a radio show that we did once before just recently on behalf of some people in the Zeke Rewards Net Winner Class Action Lawsuit. So for those people unfamiliar with that, uh, Zeke Rewards was a network marketing company that got closed down August 17th, I believe, of 2012, and I had a front row seat at Zeke Rewards as an outside sales consultant. And Chris Molinari, who was running our radio show with us usually at this time, was also a trainer and knew a lot about the people behind Zeke Rewards too. So when I had to pick a radio show segment where I knew some people would be listening because they love Chris um, and also might be listening, and we picked this segment specifically to be able to talk to some of the net winners who are under that class action lawsuit and give some people the ground level view of what is still happening with Zeke Rewards. So I got to give you my full disclosure before I bring in Chris Molinari. My name again, Peter Mingles. I was a direct sales manager for a company called Electrolux for 12 years. I was an area VP. If there was anybody that knew how to knock on doors, ring phones, hire, train, motivate, and develop, I did it. I ran 96 separate offices, so I was in the field as a manager trainee and then also in the corporate. So I kind of got polished up for corporate, and I knew what it was like to sell in the field every day. I know direct sales. I've been involved in the network marketing industry for a real long time. Uh, One was as a distributor, some as a company owner. I ran a company called Smart Networker uh, with four other partners. Then I also have been very active in the trade associations. I started off as a member of the MLMIA, the Multilevel Marketing International Association. Eventually I became president of the Distributor Rights Association. Google or search engine my name and FTC, and you'll see my name on a signature written to our fine FTC on business opportunity rulings. So I'm more educated than the average person relative to how these things work, specifically about FTC regulations and business opportunity rulings. Then also I became president of the ANMP, the Association of Network Marketing Professionals, when that meant something. That's a dig (laughs) towards the ANMP right now. 
the reason why we're doing this show is because the A&MP didn't do anything to announce some of the issues that would be happening. We'll be talking about that as we go. Then I am now the past president of the A&MP because I wouldn't renounce Zeke Rewards, and they considered me a liability because I wouldn't renounce Zeke Rewards. I've been subpoenaed by the uh, several, everybody, I think, on the planet, the pro side, the plaintiff side, if you will, the defendant side, in Paul Burke's criminal trial. I actually spoke on Paul Burke's behalf at his criminal trial, and he's facing 14 years and seven months in a federal penitentiary, I guess would be the right terms. I don't know whether it's federal penitentiary, whatever. He's in jail. I also was invited to be a sales consultant by Don Wright Oliveras and Paul Burke's back when they first got started in February of 2012. i got to rephrase that. When I first got started with them, it was February of 2012. I invited them to be at the A&MP convention because they were doing some unbelievable things, believe it or not, with compliance, with handling dedicated denial of service attacks, all those types of things. And I actually was asked to write a sales training manual for the business of Zeke Reward selling their bids. I know my disclosure is a little bit long, but I need to at least lay that backdrop out there. Then also, I attended and spoke at every single red carpet event that they did, which meant I had a lot of downtime with company employees, people that were distributors, vendors, just about everybody, other sales consultants, some of the MLM attorneys, some of them were that are sued. I was privy to a lot of the information that was happening relative to like Zeke Rewards and uh, Howard Kaplan and the conference calls that they did about the 1099s that we're going to be referencing right now. So when I saw what was going on, I know a lot of the industry looks at this thing from the 30,000-foot airplane view looking down. They see the little people running around, and they make their own very uninformed decisions or opinions or complaints or whatever they do is what they do. I've always chose to be at ground level. So this is a ground-level radio show. Now, I know it's a radio show. Our listeners, because they dial in, they can think it's just a conference call. So <laughs> Chris Molinaro used to run the conference calls, and we used to always say, you've got to hit star six and mute yourself out. There's no star six on a radio show. So I'm going to try to minimize the noise and poking holes at Chris Molinari just a little bit. Chris, this is a little bit like fond memories when you and I were doing the training calls together with Zeke Rewards, right, full disclosure, and there were thousands and thousands of crazy people calling in. We'd have to constantly remind them, hit star six. If you can hear it, we can hear it, is one of the coins that I also phrased. And thanks for being here on the radio show. Well, thank you. For letting me be on my radio show. <laughs> We're going to get started in a second, but you got to give your full disclosure, too, because I want people to know that there's some firsthand information going on here relative to some of the things that you might be saying, too. So tell people a little bit about Chris Molinari and your activities with Zeke Rewards, please. Well, I won't start of, you know, with when I was born. We don't want to talk about that. But anyway, right. um, as far as my professional career. Um, I had worked civil service for quite a few years in Germany when my ex-husband uh, was stationed there, uh, ran the housing 
Department. And then I came back to the United States, and there was a freeze on civil service hiring. So I joined an insurance company, and within two years, I was one of the first female vice presidents with the company, and they're actually pretty much the largest uh, financial services company in the United States right now, I think. Anyway, I was with them for 10 years, and then I started my own real estate business in the Silicon Valley, and I, had, I did that for about 11 years. And uh, then I moved and decided I wanted to work from home, and so I be- became, started working my dream of being a writer. So I've been doing that for many, many years. But then I started working with Paul Burks in, early, I think, early 2000, and was with Paul Burks and the Free Store Club, which later became Zeke rewards since from 2001 till 2012 and so uh and i've been in the network marketing business for 30 years or more so i used to do the uh hosting and introducing on the uh zeke rewards calls and then toward the end i would give a little bit of of inspiration or motivation or whatever you want to call it so with and that's how i met peter and so we've known each other for many many years so i will return it back over to you peter and we can get on with this thank you very much okay so what we're going to do now is we have a couple of people that are here that have been going through this so i'll try to be brief relative to the backdrop of this there's a several things that happen obviously with zeke rewards and we're not here to talk about opinions about whether it's a Ponzi or a pyramid or whatever, really just focusing, if you will, on the actions that's happening with the net winners. And there was a receiver who was assigned to the situation. His name is Bell. And, Chris, you might want to just mute yourself out for just a second if you can because uh, I hear you breathing. So there's a receiver who decided that he was going to do a class action lawsuit against net winners here in the United States. Now, there's more way more but again we're trying to focus on this and when i saw that i said "Ooh, this is going to be problematic number one uh how are they going to calculate the earnings that they're going to go after these people at number two he had the drawing line at a thousand dollars they call them net winners if he or his forensic people said that you made more than a thousand dollars they were going to come after you and it was a class action lawsuit so i'm like who's going to be defending the 90 400 people I think they started off with relative to this class action lawsuit. And what if I, which I wasn't, but I'm thinking, what if I were one of those people? Would I really want those other people to defend me and my actions on what I did with Zeke Rewards? And why am I guilty with this thing anyway? Now, that's another conversation that I would probably have had. But there was some major, big, problematic things with this thing from the way it was set up. And I think he would if he were here, he would probably say, well, there were too many people. This is the only way we can do it, blah, 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 blah. But if you were on the receiving side of that class action lawsuit where you're getting paperwork and documentation that you are now supposed to be paying back your net winnings and that number was wrong or your net winnings and you never did any of this stuff, you know, or you never took out any of the money or anything else like that, this is really, really, really problematic. And like I said, from the 30,000-foot level, a lot of people in our industry don't exactly know what happens, but I wanted to make sure we did this radio show so people can actually hear about some of the real-life situations, trials and tribulations that's happening, plus uh, maybe some of the actions you could take moving forward. So I think we have a few people that are listening in. I know we have a husband and wife combination, so why don't we start off, I think it's with Larry, 
and Sherry, if you guys are here and you're calling in, can we hear your story, please? Absolutely. Peter, um, now that you talked and you gave me your background, I remember you. Uh, I remember you down in North Carolina. And uh, um, this phone call uh, is, there's been a few here and there with, with different people uh, it was almost like we were dispersed, you know. We we had no access to any of our information anymore within the system. And, you know, we all hoped for the best, but when we lost Zeke, um, a lot of our hopes were crushed. And, uh, and to this day, you know, I'm not going to go through how, I, how angry I am because that doesn't make any difference, you know. I mean, it's anger doesn't help a thing other than I'm willing to speak out, and I know there's a lot of people out there that was involved with Zeke, and the only reason we lost um, traction or or anything with our goals and our dreams and, and the things that we were trying to create is because it went away without our uh, ability to stop it. And uh, um, since since all of this stuff has happened, I've had to take uh, a total different career change, and uh, there's been a lot of hard times. I mean, Zeke was almost, I don't, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I, I knew who my source is, but Zeke gave us an opportunity to have hope again in our lives and put us back on track. And, uh, and we went, we went to work, you know, paying things off and doing things. And then boom, all of a sudden it was gone. And, uh, so we had to kind of start over again and just listening to you just, I don't know, it, it gets me all stirred up again and excited because we were we were onto something that was going to create change in a lot of people's lives. And, uh, right. So, so let me just focus a little bit on that was the, sure. the idea of what, what they were doing because there was a lot of hardworking people. I was, when I would go to the red carpet events or do a conference call or people would call me and I would ask them what they were doing, um, you know, they were hard workers. They were doing it the right way. They weren't calling it an investment. They weren't selling it like it was a stock. They were selling it with the bids. They were showing people how to use the auctions. I mean, they were doing things the right way. There are a lot of people that sure. were legitimately working. And they were working, and they were training, and they were working, and they were training, and they were working, and they were training. And then all of a sudden it stopped, like you had said. And some of them had stopped. They quit their jobs, you know, because they were devoted towards this. They um, they um, uh, put themselves in a financial bind situation, and then all of a sudden started coming the class action lawsuits. So, can you tell any kind of a story related to how the class action lawsuit might have treated you, whether justly or unjustly? Let me use this as an example. Um, and the gentleman that I'm going to use right now, I'm going to keep anonymous. He is an older gentleman, was working Zeke Rewards, and started more or less from the very beginning, had a significant amount of money that he was not pulling out. I'm using all the wrong words, but just for this example, for everybody who might be listening in, he maybe took out $70,000 over his lifetime with Deke Rewards. However, he wanted to become a millionaire, so he left a lot of things in the system, working the system, and had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in the Zeke reward system. And then when it was shut down, he was, uh, he paid taxes on his earnings. Then the receiver sends him notification. Uh, by the way, I was the one who told him about the receiver notification. 
that he owes more than, and it's a big number, over $900,000 back to the receiver. So now think this through, because that includes penalties and interest. He didn't take out $900,000 or $700,000 or $600,000. He took out 70000 Loose records, a little fuzzy on the math. But the reality was is he is being sued by the, net, by the Zeke Rewards receiver for hundreds of thousands of dollars that he never took out. That's the kind of injustice that I see relative to what's happened with Zeke Rewards. Do you have a story, anything remotely like that, Larry? Um, you know, the figures themselves, because we didn't have access anymore to our back offices, I mean, that was our business. And boom, it was gone. And yes, we got, uh, we got 1099s that we paid taxes on that we really didn't uh, totally agree. There was a fear factor in there because of everything that was going on. So we just paid the tax on it. And then, of course, then the threat started to come, uh, you know, from receivership and, and this and that. And, and I'll just say one thing. You know, when this started working for me, for Zeke, uh, of course, you know, I, I told some people. I told some people that I care about. Let, let, me, just inter- let me just interrupt you for a second. Sure. Larry, your, your volume has changed, so I don't know if you went to speaker or you moved the phone a little bit, but I, I don't hear you as well as I did before. Okay, how's that? Is that better? That's perfect. Whatever you just did is perfect. Okay, I'm in the, I'm in the middle of North Dakota. So anyway, um, okay. my biggest concern was for those people that maybe earned ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars, and you know they're on pensions, they're on uh, Social Security, and them getting the letters that they have to pay this back, and and some of them are elderly. You know, they're they're. And and it's they're just scared. They don't know what to do, you know, other than give them what they want because they don't know how to fight it. They don't have the records. And uh, um, for us personally, it's such a large sum that there's no way we could ever pay it back. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's not going to happen unless you know one of us hits hits the lottery or I don't know. I haven't given up hope, but I don't know what our fight's going to be like. And uh, you know, we're just going to do what we we're going to do what's right. That's what that's what we're going to do. We're going to do what's Here right. We go. And well, uh, I, and let, let me interrupt ahead. just one for one second. You you mentioned something. I just want to uh, just uh, uh, how would I say underline. One of the things is people are afraid. So they are afraid because they get threatening letters, threatening phone calls. They really didn't know what to do, and sometimes they don't do anything. So for those people that didn't do anything, like for instance, you got a 1099, you didn't know what to do with. They didn't file their taxes. Right or they didn't file because they thought it was wrong. I know people who've had their Social Security garnished because they didn't pay the taxes, and they didn't file it because it was wrong. They didn't know what to do. They were older people. They didn't know what to do. You know, I've had people, and I don't think he's on here yet. I'm going to see if he shows up. Yep, we do. Um, I'm going to let him tell a story, so I'm going to relate back to taxes in a second. So the gentleman who's from New York, just stay right where you are. I know where you are. I'm going to bring you into this as well. But, like, for instance, that whole fear factor um, is, a, is a consideration uh, relative to these whole things. So I know that we have your wife on here, too. Does she want to add anything to your story as well? So, Sherry? I'm sure she does. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us on, you know, just to feel a little validated here, at least for someone else listening to what's going on. And uh, I think one of the things that is just ringing true with what we're all saying is that, 
It was just good people that were in Zeke, people with high regard. It wasn't, you know, money-hungry con people as we were portrayed. We were portrayed as con people. We were, we were portrayed as people who deceived other people, and, and we didn't. You know, we, didn't, we really didn't talk to anybody about Zeke because we were busy building it and learning it ourselves for probably the first six months to a year. We just were working really hard at learning the Zeke business and, and all the things that, um, that went with that. It, this was not something that was easy. You know, it wasn't a get-rich-quick scheme overnight. There was a lot to learn, and there was a lot of stuff to do. And uh, there's just a lot of good people in this business that just had families like us that were raising families and, and just working it hard. Yeah. That's right. So as a good, hardworking person, you know, it hurts when people say they stole money. You know, like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the, the thieves, yeah. the I mean, we didn't steal gun. anything, and we didn't even have an opportunity. I never personally – now, my husband got some things um, through emails, but I personally never got any notification whatsoever until so, I got the very last letters. That was it. Right. Right. So I wanted to kind of focus on that next part as well, and I might have to do a little bit more of the talking than you guys do. One of them was the representation that was given to the class action group. So I'm going to give you my opinion. So this is my opinion based on the things that I've read and a little bit about what I know. The receiver gave or received permission from the judge to um, pay legal representation for the entire class. Now, I've read enough about class action lawsuits, and I know enough about legal fees, and I know enough reasons why lawsuits many times are settled, because they say things like, well, we settled, not admitting any guilt, but the legal fees were going to run into the hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. So everybody knows that a large class action lawsuit in our society, so for all those legal, for all those lawyers listening in, you know, you guys are kind of pricey. Um, for all of the legal fees, as many times companies settle or people settle because of the huge bills. So you would anticipate, okay, the Zeke Rewards receiver is sitting on millions and millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, um, and he's taken his fair share. Oh, by the way, the receiver gave the courts a, a discount, 15% off the rack rate for so far their five-year contract with the Zeke Rewards thing. The receivers and the attorneys around this have made millions and millions of dollars. Um, but we'll save that for another conversation. So they can make a lot of money. Lots of people know that class action lawsuits cost a lot of money. They pay the attorney that will represent the entire class a whopping, sit down, $35,000. When I read that, I said, now I don't, know the, I don't know the attorney personally, but I'm guessing the attorney said, oh, thank you very much, and we'll do what we can for whatever you give me, but it ain't going to be much. So you're going to get a half-baked, if you will, I won't even use the right word, attempt at defending the class action lawsuit. So I personally, my personal opinion, sticking my neck out there, would say I'm really not sure if there was proper representation on the class action lawsuit people 
to be able to fight this. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this radio show. So people can then say, wait a minute, like Larry had mentioned, stir up those emotions again and maybe make a contribution to the legal team that's trying to right the wrongs that have been done to some of the people, maybe they can't do it for all, but some of the people in this class action lawsuit. So if you go to Zeke, if you go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Zeke Rewards, you're going to see the documentation. And if you go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Zeke Rewards, you'll be able to see the link if you want to help contribute to the legal fees associated with this fight, you can. So go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Zeke Rewards. So for me, I wanted to make sure that we put a face back on this and bring you ground level, let you know about some of the things that are happening to real people that worked real hard that I think were not represented properly um, in this situation. And when you read through the documentations, you'll be able to make your own decision. But there's still a fight out here we want to let people know about. So then I want to bring this back over to Barb. Barb, are you here? I'm here, Peter. So, so I've never spoken to you before, so I don't know your story. So if you can, share your story with us, please. Um, well, my husband and I are network marketers, and when we saw Zeke, we got very excited about the business model because it was very innovative. Uh, we did our due diligence to the best of our ability to, to the nth degree to make sure that it was legal, above board, um, in any way possible. There are, there, are, there are ways that you, you can't go to an owner and say, show me your books. Um, companies do what they do, and you have to trust the company owners that when they tell you this is a legal above-board business, that's what it is. We believed it was. We still believe it was. Um, and we got involved with Zeke, and we worked, and we supplemented our income. And we had hopes of building a lifestyle income. In other words, we wanted to retire, um, was hopeful that we could retire. And, of course, you know, the end of the story is, is that it was shut down. Um, and then the nightmare that has ensued since then in that, you know, the receiver has done what he's done. Um, I was very surprised to find out. I mean, they... they supposedly delivered emails to everybody. Um, if you know anything about emails, you know how unreliable that system is. Even Google will, will determine whether you get an email or not. So that system in and of itself is completely unreliable and I don't believe ever should have been the way that people should have been notified of any kind of a lawsuit at all, much less some kind of class action. Um, we did not know that we were part of a so-called class and we certainly did not know until just recently that we were ever represented and that we had, we had a defense counsel, uh, much less what his name was or who he was defending, who he was speaking to, and what has gone on in that particular scenario. In, in this country, you have the right to, to be defended, but apparently all this has gone on without most of the so-called classes knowledge. Um, I believe, and this is my personal opinion, that there are, there are several thousand Zeke Reward members out there that don't even have a clue that they are going to be come after for money that's owed 
because they know nothing about this, and that's just wrong. Um, I so, agree. So and for me, you know, so we're what? not we're both not we're both not lawyers. So sometimes the things that I might say might suggest that I don't <laughs> like lawyers. But um, you know, I, I understand the rules. You know, the receiver got the permission to use a pre. You know, they, this is what they do. They, the legal system decides on their own what the procedure is going to be. Yeah, you can notify people by email. And, um, you know, somebody got that approved one way or another, you know, down the line as they cite this legal thing. But that doesn't mean that you're reading your email, you know. So the receiver gets a chance to say, okay, we can notify you by email that there's this thing going on, and that's all we have to do. And say, who decided that? And the legal system says, well, we did. We're the legal system. We decided that. And you would say, well, wait a minute, but I'm not using that email anymore. Or, you know, maybe it's a Gmail address. Maybe they put in the junk folder, which was deleted. And maybe it always goes in the junk folder. Or maybe I moved. Or you never reached out and you called me. You never really did whatever. And now you're going to be sending me this 1099 or, you know, suing me based on these 1099s that I don't agree with. And wait a minute. Aren't you on a trial, let's say, against Howard Kaplan, you know, about the 1099s and the way they were done, and he's fighting that still, so that still hasn't been resolved yet. And wait a minute, these forensic detective kind of accounting guys that got, by the way, that other example, you know, 10 times the amount wrong that could be validated as being wrong, and where is my thing here? So although I'm just suggesting maybe it sounds a little bit like whining, but I'm revving up the emotional spirits to realize that, you know what, there's a lot of people that are going to be paying the piper or paying that class action lawsuit or paying the price of not doing that for years or decades to come, and they have no recourse or no resources. Maybe this is a last-ditch attempt for some of them to be able to appeal because one of the reasons why we're here is because the lawyers that are, and I hope I state this, kind of right. So give me wiggle room here. Everybody listening in. The lawyers that are fighting this right now are suggesting that there are some things that need to be reopened because the final judgment really wasn't the final judgment. So it's got to be reopened and some people that want to have a chance of appealing this thing they're going through right now still deserve that chance. So there's a little bit of a window for this to maybe be opened up again. Otherwise, the receiver and the judge, my words, have basically had a slam dunk, all the lights are on green, rubber stamp sure, all unreasonable requests are approved, my words, my words. So I can get in trouble for that. But my words, you know, the rubber stamp, you know, any unreasonable request is approved, and then there you go, and people like yourself, Barb, are sit there having to worry about paying those things back that you might have already paid taxes on you might have already paid taxes on the income that you thought you earned legitimately. So do you want to add anything else to what I said? No, I, th I think you pretty much covered it, Peter, other than, other than, yes, there are a lot of people that are going to be injured by this in the long run because they don't know what is coming at them. And th this is a, a, an effort to thwart that, if, if you will. And as many people as we can get the word out to to help in this fight, um, it's important, and it's, it's important to do it now. 
Excellent. Okay, good. I'm going to bring on one other gentleman. So for the gentleman from New York who you know who you are, I know who you are, I asked you to come on because we have a little bit of a background as well. I met you as a result of being a customer in our regular business, and you have a story to tell as well. So I'm going to open this up for you. So our gentleman over in New York, if you want to announce yourself by name, you certainly can. If you don't, that's okay too because your story is certainly well worth it. Uh, So you can speak now. So over to you. Okay, Peter, Peter, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly, thank you. Okay, 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 I can give my name. My name is Norman. I don't want to give my surname, but my name is Norman. And um, I saw Zeke Rewards in 2011. A downline, I, I'm a networker, and a downline of, uh, one of my downlines sent me this link, and I looked at it two, three days, and I see this is a good opportunity. I go to my bank, I take 5000 I put in Zeke's reward. That was November. By December, I filed taxes on Zeke's reward. 2012, Zeke shut down, and um, I immediately sent $10,000 to, to IRS. But when time to file taxes for 2012, I did not put... Zeke's reward on my taxes. On behold, I get a tax return. And then in 2000 and about 2013, the IRS send me uh, they send they send me something that I owe fifteen thousand dollars because I did not put Zeke's reward on my account. I had to make a, a payment arrangement and I pay that taxes and I pay that taxes to the IRS. And then, you know, these rewards are sending me stuff saying that I hold this and hold that. I said, but what about the taxes that I pay? They are not interested in, in the taxes that you pay. We are only interested in what you hold to these rewards. My wife did not get all that money because they sit in the um, e-wallet and she she had she has been harassed for all of those money that she didn't get too. So you know it, it's it's just wrong wrong what they did, and and you know we give back money to people who put money in in this system too. We help people to come in, and we also give people who say, oh, I put my last in there and I and I didn't get anything, and, and we still give them money. Now right, so and thing. now they, go ahead. Go one, ahead one, one second, Norman. One thing I want to just address is you are being charged for money you never received that was stuck in an e-wallet that you never got. So there are so many people like that out there that are now having to pay back money, the things they never received. So for all those MLM critics that are out there that will probably, you know, they'll slam my name for sticking up for Zeke Rewards people, this is about the procedure and fairness for the people that were the net winners they never receive the money they are now expected to pay back. And some of them will have their Social Security garnished. Some of them will have their wages garnished. Some of them will be harassed by bill collectors because the Zeke Rewards receiver has already stated that what he wants to do is basically sell these off to third-party people. When, from experiences, when people sell stuff off to third-party people, those things never go away. They get sold. They get resold. They get sold. They get resold. People will be harassed for a decade, maybe more, um, for earnings that they maybe never had anything to deal with, and that's just flat, flat out unfair. Now, Norm, um, 
relative to your situation, you also got a double bang because not only the federal people came after you, state came after you as well. So you paid federal and right, state taxes. Yes, Peter. Right now, right now, the IRS send the state this um all all of this that I earn all of this money, and the state now I have to be paying the state up till today. I have to still be paying the state for this money. So, so for still, those, we have, we have. Go ahead. No, no, no. Please continue. No, no. I, I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, right now I have to make a payment arrangement to pay the state because you know you don't want to have anything to do with with with, with government when 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 they um they're coming after you for this money because they'll garnish your your wages, they'll garnish you, they, they'll shut down your bank account and all of that. So you you just you know go ahead and and, and pay them because they. Um, the, 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 the receiver reports to IRS that we make all of this money, and then IRS right. reports to the state. So that, that's how we get we get caught up in that. So, exactly. You know, and then I, right. So I didn't put it on my 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 um I didn't put it on my taxes. However, when the receiver sent to IRS that Norman received all of this money. Guess what? IRS said, well, if you receive this money, you need to pay us taxes. And I had to pay the IRS all of those taxes. So, you know, that's, that's one of the hard things about, you know, the whole thing. But I was doing, I was doing my, my business, and I put it aside because I see this opportunity. It's so good. And, and I was helping people. But by the way, I, nobody called me and even accused me because I tell them this is not my thing. I think it's a good opportunity. Take a chance, you know. We don't know, but it's a good opportunity, and that's what I tell them. And and and, and you know, nobody ever accused me either. But it's it's, it's hard. Right. So yeah. there's other example. There's other examples out there related to taxes as well. So for all those people that think that Zeke Rewards were serial scammers, and you know, like complete thieves, and you know, all of those types of things, the way they've been painted unfairly. Remember, I'm on the ground floor level. I'm looking in. I'm able to see some of the things that are going in. There are, I can't say countless because that would mean like an infinity number, but there are many, many, many people that paid their taxes on their earnings, that they considered earnings, and then actually some people that I know had to file an amended return against the IRS to be able to get that money back to be able to pay the receiver. So this is the heartache that a lot of people have gone through. They had to worry about accounting, they had to worry about accountants, they had to worry about lawyers, all that sort of stuff to be able to do all those types of things. And they were able to do it because they had a possibility of doing it because they did it within the three years that the government allows you to amend a return. We are right now coming into 2017, 2018, 2019. Those people that are going to find this stuff out and try to settle this again, by doing amended returns, aren't going to be able to do that because there's a statute of limitations against those amended returns. So there's victims upon victims upon victims here, and I don't think, my humble opinion, is the class got the legal representation that they truly deserved in all the different scenarios or the notifications they truly deserved. So I look at them as being treated unfairly as well. So there's so much about this that I haven't spoken about. And the reason why I didn't speak about it for a long time was several fold. But there wasn't a group 
that was coordinating their activities to go do something. And now there is. So if you go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Zeke Rewards, you'll be able to hear this again for those people that want to share this with other people. And then also you'll be able to see the documents that have been filed in the PDF forms. And you'll also see a link if you want to contribute to the legal fees because this stuff is not cheap. Um, and the lawyers that are pursuing this are doing this at a ridiculously low rate. Most of it's winding up to be free. So when you're fighting against the receiver who has been rubber-stamped, my words, you know, yell at me, rubber-stamped with the judge on everything that he wants to get this thing done. Oh, by the way, you know, we know how to read the quarterly reports that are sent out. They kept the servers running so the forensic guys could do their work at millions of dollars, millions of dollars to keep the servers running the way I read the reports. Tens of thousands for sure. Millions probably. But the back office was shut down for the distributors to be able to see what their expenses would have been to be able to legitimately use for their taxes. And that conversation hasn't even been done yet. So I see a huge injustice on the part of this class action lawsuit. So if I were to summarize this, number one, I feel that a lot of the people weren't notified properly or correctly. A lot of people are being charged with uh, amounts of money that they did not ever receive. There's a lot of people that have paid taxes already on the money that they won't be able to get back. And I really do think that this set a precedent for this industry that is very dangerous for anyone in this industry. So you're witnessing, if you will, at the ground floor level, the things that happened with the Zeke Rewards receivership and a judge over in North Carolina that basically just went and really had their way with a whole group of people that, I'm coming back to Larry's words, were afraid to do things, didn't know what they could do, were totally out of their league by being beaten up by a receiver who has spent thousands, I shouldn't say spent, billed thousands of hours, billed thousands of hours. Admittedly, he even wrote those things. And... Um, these guys were just really beaten up on. So I'm going to be quiet, and I'm going to let anybody that wants to clean up whatever I said or add to whatever I said say whatever we can in the remaining few minutes that are left. So I'm going to be quiet and let you guys say whatever you want. I just want to say thanks, Peter, for having um, us on and being able to just tell our story. You know, it, we need people like you and the other hardworking people that are going at this to – not make this a negative precedence in the network marketing industry, as you said. So thanks a lot. You're welcome. Okay, last ones. Okay, so we're going to probably get some phone calls from some other people and probably some people tell us we want to hear, you know, or you should hear my story. So if you see us again uh, on this radio show with more people telling their stories because we want to keep this alive 
and we want to let people at least uh, be able to feel like they were represented one way or another. So go to buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Zeke Rewards, buildingfortunesradio.com forward slash Zeke Rewards. And if you can help, that is even better. Okay, guys, we're going to catch you next time. Thanks for being here. Chris, thanks for allowing me to hijack your show. You've been listening to Building Fortunes Radio on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. 